Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got weird questions on a dating app, a dude who won't have sex, and a coworker who's also an ex. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I don't say it enough. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for all that you do as a listener. You guys are out there working hard, putting that earbud in your ear. Yeah. Give it up for you, the listener. Come on, crowd. Give it up for him. That's right. Crowd is rambunctious today. They are pumped. And we're pumped about you, the listener. That's right. Okay. Um, I, that's a lot, crowd. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. You, 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 you. Listen, 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 listen. You, you, you. Subscribe every week and listen to the podcast. We are happy to have you. That's what we're talking about. Feather those nuts, baby. You're out here feathering, so let me thank you. Now I'm going to turn it around, okay? Now I got to turn it around. You guys have been thanked. Now it's time to be reamed, okay? You guys need to tell a friend. You got to tell a coworker. You got to tell a sister, a brother, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, because we don't got enough listeners, and it's because of you. That's right. We're angry at you. You goddamn piece of shit. Start telling people about the J Train podcast. That's right. The crowd here is now angry at you. You haven't done enough. Listen, how do you tell people? Here's the best way you can tell people put it up as your Instagram story. Ooh, that feels good. Oh. Is that is that your Instagram story with me tagged, telling all your is friends? Is it weird that I was a little bit turned on? Yeah, I'm turned on. That's right. Ooh, it feels so good. Oh, it feels like you know what it feels like. It feels like you work as a at a nail salon. You're at the nail salon, and you're like the kooky receptionist. Okay. And you're like, hey, girl, when I walk in, even though I'm not a girl, you say that to everybody, okay? Because that's you. You're Tanya at the door. And Tanya has real long nails, okay? And when you make it your Instagram stories, it feels like I walk into the, like, I walk into the nail salon, ring, ring, you know, the little thing on the door. Yep. And Tanya says, turn it around, girl. And I turn around. I drop my pants, and she takes those long, fake nails. I love those. Love them, and just tickles my nuts. <laughs> That's what it feels like when you make it your Instagram story. Like it feels like a Tanya special. Like she's making an appointment. Yeah. Tapping on the keyboard. Tapping on the keyboard. That's right. But you're nuts. She's tapping on my keyboard. Mm-hmm. The, the control-alt-delete button that makes me come. 
So that's what it feels like. Make your Instagram story. Uh, I'm very excited about today's guest. A first timer here on yep. the podcast. It, it, it feels like it, it should have happened years ago. Should have. Very excited to have you. Eli Sayers, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. And I'll thank you to your fans also. Yeah. And also, also fuck you to your fans. That's right. For not promoting enough. Thank, thank you, you and fuck you. Now fuck you. Yeah. That's right. I don't, I don't want... <laughs> listen, no... That's it, a great podcast name. Thank you, fuck you. Thank you, fuck you. And it's just the first half is all... <laughs> fuck me! How about fuck you? That's right. You really play mind games with your with your fan base. I want to let them know that, the, <laughs> listen, it can come back at you anytime. <laughs> you can't just, you, you think you're, you're sitting all happy, fat, and, and, and happy on your couch. Oh, look at it. J-Train's thanking me. And then all of a sudden, oh, get the fuck out. <laughs> Time to get to work. Do Keep, me a favor. Fuck off, will you? That's right. Keeps you on your toes. Keeping you on Tanya's your toes. Tanya's that way with you, probably. Tanya's that way with sometimes me. Sometimes she'll touch your nuts. Sometimes she's not having it. Sometimes she's throwing it in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not upset about that either. So listen, Eli Sayers, go follow hilarious comic at Eli Sayers. It's going to be on my Instagram. It'll be on my Twitter at Eli Sayers. Go follow. Go support. Hilarious stand-up comic. And you have a new podcast that I is do. debuting tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday. Although you I get, think the first episode might actually just be sitting on iTunes because okay. you had to get it approved or whatever. Well, <laughs> so maybe it's approved. But it's going to come out on Wednesdays <laughs> yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah. And so you're getting into the podcast game. Oh, yeah. What is the name of your show? And give us like the one minute pitch. Because what I say to people here, listen, you make J Train your Tuesday and Friday. I got you up every Wednesday. I got the Patreon. I got Patreon every Sunday. Hit up that Patreon. Every Sunday we're doing coffee with J Train. So uh, if you're on Patreon, you're hearing about the inside scoop on Kuwait. You're hearing my emotional roller coaster ride that I went through. That's right. That's right. That's right. This is what it's like when you get off the flight in Kuwait. Some action movie with George Clooney. That's right. The minute you get off the flight in Kuwait, this music is ringing in your brain. And then all of a sudden, the thing about Kuwait is that all of a sudden they're obsessed with fast food there, like American <laughs> fast food. So you're like, you get off the flight, you're like, we've landed in Kuwait. And then all of a sudden you hear that song in your head. And then, and then, and then you turn to your left, and you're like, there's McDonald's and there's Burger King. That's right. Now you're back. back you're back in the 50s, just having a shake with your girl in Kuwait. <laughs> That's it. It's exactly how it feels because you you think you're gonna get off the flight from Kuwait and you're gonna be like, time to defeat ISIS, and it's like, oh yeah. That's right. I'm in. I'm in. Like you're just gonna get kidnapped. Yeah. Second. I'm on guard, and then all of a sudden you see Burger King, and it's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> just totally changes. <laughs> just oh, I guess I guess I am safe, and now all these people are just like me. They like a burger just like I like a burger. <laughs> it's so weird. This is like a very cultured podcast. Very cultured. Every, you know, I did go to Kuwait. I'm back. We're back in Harlem. I'm safe and sound. If you want to hear about my emotional roller coaster ride, it's on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I got episodes every Sunday called with J Drain. But I will say, when, when you go on, Kuwait is like an expat country, kind of. Oh, uh, what's that mean exactly? A lot of Americans go there and write. A lot of them, they just go there. Oh, just like, go there. Just people of the world kind of live there. Just try out their McDonald's. Try I mean. their McDonald's. See if the Burger King's just as good. They they basically, Kuwait has like a, uh, let's say they have 8 million people. A million of them are Kuwaiti. And then the other 7 million are just like 
uh, working there or just there for like work with oil. And then and, like, there's another five million that are women that they just don't count as people. They, <laughs> they, don't, they don't go into the. Uh, <laughs> no, the women seemed happy. I got to say, they, but you see Lamborghinis everywhere. They, I guess they get like 10 million bucks. Really? Is it a rich you, country? Rich is not the word. They uh, every home looks like it's the Versace Palace. Like it's crazy. Wow. And they're living well. That's right. <laughs> they got well. It, when they're eighteen, they're just awarded ten million dollars. Apparently, a word. If you're a full Kuwaiti, you, when you're eighteen, just like here's your ten million. I mean, that seems fair. Seems fair. I mean, you're making the oil. You're a part of the. Basically, it's the idea that like the whole country is making oil. Where you're a part of this. I mean, it is. It's. It does feel like another planet. It, it, it I didn't, I didn't know there. It was, that was a big oil. Oil is oh, it like yeah. that's the why illegal Sa- shit? No, that's why Saddam invaded. They said that oh. Saddam was claiming that he was stealing his oil, so then he invaded to try and acquire you know the the oil rich land. All right, I'm a moron. Where is Kuwait? Kuwait is right next to Iraq. It's like below it. It's like there it is. Right, Shelby's got me. It's like it's like if Iraq was the United States, Kuwait would be like Florida. Oh, nice! Like down in the corner, right? So just the best part of Iraq, the best part, just yeah. like our the best Florida. people, the best people. Uh, so tell people about the podcast. Oh right? yeah, sorry. Uh, the Roast Ghost. Uh, I call myself. I have all these dumb nicknames. The okay. Roast Ghost. Uh, the kid with the retarded dick is one of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jared, you're going to be on it next. I don't uh, know if it's going to release next week, but you're on it next week. So, what do you do on the we, show? We we uh, we pick a, a celebrity, a For famous. For those person. who don't know, Eli is a great roaster. Oh, thank you. A fa- a fantastic roaster. Have you been on you? Have you been on the roast shows? Yeah, yeah I've been on the Comedy Central ones, and, and, and you all did that. that and yeah, yeah. And and like you are you holding the belt right now? Like, well, the, I was the show. The show out here ended. Oh, around because they're moving the, the club. Yeah, and also it ended around the time I was kind of done with the battles. So for those at home listening, kind of inside, this isn't really a comedy pot. It's a funny podcast, yeah, but it's yeah. not really talking comedy. The there's a there's a moment in comedy history that will be known as the roast <laughs> yeah, the portion roast, of the roast battle era subchapter. Yeah. So basically, the people would go and like do these roast battles and. You would go one on one and you get like an amount of time each. I like that you're talking about like it was 30 years ago. <laughs> it feels like 30 it years does. ago yeah, at this yeah. point. Like, because I, it did, there was a moment. It peaked. It, it peaked. Yeah. There was, you know, with anything, you can never repeat. Yeah. So with anything, you have the moment where you're like, this is it. And then you get like, and then everyone sees the opportunity, sees that there's oil in them fields. Yeah. And they go to the, you know. It's the Kuwait of comedy. It's the Kuwait of comedy. Just got to grab your million dollars. Tries to get out their million dollars. Yeah. Well, that's kind of true, you know? So, like, yeah. for a moment, like, basically the roasts were on Comedy Central. Um, and they're very popular. And so they created this thing called Rose Battle that started at the Comedy Store in L.A. Yep. And then made its way over to New York. And then every week they would do a Rose Battle yeah. show. To the point, and what I thought was very cool about it, they had rankings. Yep. They had they a had title this, belt. Yeah. They had a belt, and then they had a, like a New York belt and an LA belt, yep. and then they, you guys have traveled over there. Yeah, yeah. We we go across the country and battle each other. It was awesome. It was like wrestling. It was like wrestling, and they and a lot of the a lot of comedy uh, comedians are wrestling fans. Oh yeah. So it was like it had a lot of you know homage to to the wrestling world and kind of the, the, and I thought the rankings were awesome. Like yeah. I just thought that was like a cool. Well, it's like sports kind of, but like wrestling yeah and it gamified we'd, we'd the cut, whole we cut thing. promos on each other i really? got a, yeah yeah i got a manager 
by cutting a promo and calling out the guy I was battling's manager. He signed Hel- me because I did that. Hilarious. <laughs> sick. So, yeah, Eli, you know, to me, you were a big part of that world. And also, it got a lot of people jobs. It got yeah. a lot of people writing on roasts and then... Also, the the roast battle that was on Comedy Central, they they you know a lot of those people that yeah. were doing well. Um, what do you think? Like, and then everyone, then it became this thing where it's like everyone saw that there was opportunity via there was rich oil in those fields, and they were like, "Well, ah, now I'm roasting." <laughs> yeah, everyone tried to like, even though they didn't like it. Yeah, which which made it a little bit weird. But uh, I don't know. I think that I think is. A, I remember because a lot of times I would get asked to do it. And you never I was, did it. I think you'd be good at it. I, I think I'd be okay. I mean, I kind of do that with my Bachelor stuff. Like, when I watch The Bachelor, I kind of just sit here and make fun of it. <laughs> um, in the way that you would roast, I guess, a person. You, you're, you're, you're like the way I am. I'm like weird, real, like, uh, kind of goofy looking, like weird face. So, like, sure. it's best if you're good at roasting and you're very roastable. Ooh. And I feel like, and I mean it as a compliment when sure. I say I think you would be you would be fun to roast. Okay. I think. I, yeah, well, that was, a, my thing was, like, I was like, I don't, I, I you only have so much time in yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, if it's not something I really, like, love to pursue, like, long term, I was like, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah. God bless you for that, because some people would do it, but they would put no effort into it. And then, they and then they'd suck, up a and spot. then they'd get mad about it. Be like, they'd go, they'd bomb, and then be like, oh, roast battles, killing comedy, or some bullshit like that. See, and that like, to me is just, that's them having decided that they failed at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's why they failed. Yeah, exactly. So, but the, the new one, yeah, I'm kind of done with the battles now, but I do love writing roast jokes. So we're going to pick like a famous person. Okay, this and, is on the podcast yeah. called The Roast Ghost. Yeah, we're going to pick a famous person, and the majority of the podcast, we're just going to roast a famous person. Love it. I'm going to put it on YouTube we'll have a picture of the person and yeah. uh, it'll be like me, you and then I'll, I have a handful of like my friends who just like to write roast jokes cool. come on and we just go around and do that uh, and then somewhere in the middle we like to make light of a tragedy okay like I made light of uh, I, I like to be historical like uh, in 1919 there was the uh, great molasses disaster in Boston okay uh, molasses flooded the streets and killed 21 people that's absolutely ridiculous it's yeah. really funny so I, I want to like you know uh, make light of that and then at the end we roast each other See, what I like about this podcast is that there's an actual show here that somebody... Because sometimes people are like, oh, I'm just starting one. It's kind of like the same with like getting into roasting. Like, yeah, yeah. You came in, you got an idea. The, it's, it's, it's special to you. You're, yeah. a ro- you're a seasoned professional roaster. <laughs> and now you're like, okay, this is the podcast you go to if you want to hear people exactly. make fun of people. Yeah, and yeah. Fucking, and, and that's great. So all of you get involved with The Roast Ghost. It debuts Wednesday iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts, Eli Sayers, at Eli Sayers. If it's not up right now, go follow him, and he'll be putting out the link and all that stuff. Yep. So let's do some emails. You ready, Eli? I'm so ready, dude. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. When your ex is your coworker, have you ever been around, worked around a, an ex? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, Have you? Um... Oh, I guess no. I've never really dated. I've dated a comedian, but not. Uh, she's my current girlfriend. Okay. So, uh, have you dated a comic and had to like work around them? No, but I have dated someone who like managed a comedy club and oh, then Lord. like and and then was like around them after that. But then they kind of like went off and did their own thing okay. in another okay. way. But we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Hey, Jared, I would be grateful if you could offer me some advice on the situation. My ex and I recently broke up after dating five months. We met at work. It's a seasonal place that closes for the winter, but it's already time to set up shop in two weeks. Since we split about five to six weeks ago, we had no contact. I wound up quietly moving him from Snapchat, his only active media, social media, post break. I ended up quietly removing him from Snapchat, which is his only active social media, post breakup because I couldn't... uh, 
stop myself from looking at his occasional stories. How should I go about reaching out if we're going back to work so soon? Uh, should I continue to wait until he reaches out or make moves on my own? Basically, if I need to say something, I want to know how to say it right. Thank you. What do you think? I think she should meet to him and then problem solved. Yeah, there you go. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He's never working there again. <laughs> yeah, he's, he might go to jail. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> Get rid of this idiot. Yeah. There's your answer. Do you want a ser- serious answer, though? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you even need to reach out. I think okay. day of... Uh, make sure establish it's not going to be weird the first day say hi yeah. like hey what's up uh haven't i've been really busy these few weeks just have an initial little conversation like that the mm-hmm. first day and i don't think you have to do any kind of reaching out or awkwardness like well that. i i do agree with you that it's like something has to be said though i i yeah, think like yeah. i think like whether but i think also like i'm trying to think of how i would be i would be anxious about this coming up yeah i think two things have to happen one this person needs to establish that this relationship is over. Oh, yeah. And and you need to say to yourself, I do not, I'm not going back to this. And no matter what, if it has to be, a lot of times with the relationships, we put, you know, when it ends, we put some of the ending on the other person. We're like, well, if they say, and it's like, no, 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 it's over. And you have to be okay with it being over. Then you need to reach out to this person, I think, ahead of time and just and okay. just lay it down of like hey i know it's we- i i always call it call out the awkward it's weird we have to deal with this here's how it's gonna be i love starting it with it's weird yeah that, that's that break because we they both you both know it's weird of course but i guess yeah i guess that's what i thought i was saying with call out the awkward as sure. in from the get-go say something but you're saying you should message someone i would say because I feel like it's so hard to read tone and message though well you can do it where it's like I, you know, it's been over five to six weeks. Okay, let's say it's f- been over a month. Okay, they haven't yeah. had any contact. She removed him from Snapchat. She, If she sends a text right now that says, hey, I know it's going to be weird us going to work together again. I just want to let you know um, that we're cool. I hope we can work together amicably. Like, I hope we can work together cla- with class. But let's just not let this affect the work going forward. I think that's like so just to let them know, like, hey, we're done. Like when we see each other work, it's not like flirty look looking, you know, vibes. Yeah. You know, it's just this establishes like, hey, I'm cool with us being done. I just want to let you know that when we get back to work, we're working together and there's no and I'm not mad. You're not mad. I just want because. And if you make it weird, I'm going to say that you assaulted me. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and if you make it weird, I w- I'm going to make this awful for you. <laughs> I'm yeah. interested to know, though, like, d- does the guy still have feelings? Like, well, she kind of says she says, how should I go about reaching out if we're going back to work so soon? Should I continue to wait until he reaches out or make moves on my own? Basically, if I need to say something, uh, that to me is her saying, if I need a closure, it's closed. You don't need closure anymore. It's yeah. over. You've spent a month not being together. All you have to do to move on at work and work together is say, hey, we work together. The sex, the, all, the, all the emotion stuff is out the window. I also hold no animosity towards you. I yeah. think that's a, and, and that's a tough thing to do. But if you say like, hey, I'm cool with you, that takes away all the awkward at work because yeah. then you're not looking at him going, uh, does this person hate me? You have no feelings. Hey, we're done. I'm cool with it. I understand I, that relationships end. I just want to make sure you know that I'm over it and it's done. Yeah, it's you, done. Completely, you completely convinced me. The only thing I'd add is, like, I'd be careful adding a it's done 
just because that person might get defensive about that, just mm. be like I know it's done. Like, why, why are you saying that to me? You know or what you, I mean? Like, maybe maybe you do like an assumed close, which is like I know I know we both know this is over. Yeah. Okay. That's so a maybe good way. That's a good way. put it that way. I understand. what And you're then saying. if you secretly want this guy back, this is also the best way to make it seem like it's a hundred percent done. Because if you yeah. show interest. Then the guy's gonna just keep you in the back pocket. Well, he's gonna keep you in the back pocket. And he's also gonna think that like he can run the show here if he mm-hmm. knows that like he he's gonna say like oh well uh, if he thinks that there's any chance of it going on again he's gonna like play that game a little. Oh bit. yeah, he'll have fun. He'll yeah. be flirty just to fuck with you a little bit, just like subconsciously even. Send that carrier pigeon. The pigeon set drops a note. Says, "Hey, just want to know you know we're cool. I don't hate you." It's over. I'm okay with it. I've learned a lot from our relationship. Just that we both know this is over. So I just want to make sure we're cool at work. But if you want something strictly physical, I am available. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Ooh, love this sponsor. Love it. Me undies, me undies, me undies. <laughs> Ask yourself one very important question Is your underwear making you happy at this very moment? Or were you not even thinking about your underwear? Wouldn't you like to be wearing underwear that is so soft that you feel like you're making love to an actual cloud? Absolutely. That's all I keep thinking about. All day long? Yes. Well, I've got one word for you. Me undies. Okay, so listen. I'm going to tell you right now. There's Every season, mm-hmm. you go through a moment where you're like, i got to switch out these. We don't like, especially men, but we don't really think about underwear. We, go, we wear them to the bone. Oh, yeah. You should be refreshing every three to four months. Don't do the whole, oh, they're the old pair. They got a hole right here in the yeah, cheek. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awful. That's done. And people look at you and they go, what's wrong with you? Come if on, you, If you hook up with a girl or a guy and they go, you have, you have holes like underneath your legs that are making you chafe. You don't need that. Nope. Meandies that- is a great way to get, get ahead of that. Yeah, my girlfriend is actually mad at me for not throwing away raggedy underwear. So I'm actually legitimately not just saying, I'm You're legitimately curious about this right now. Well, listen, BuzzFeed said that about Meandies, they actually feel like heaven against your skin. We're going to assume heaven is really soft in this context. <laughs> Ask men so they feel like silk drenched in hand lotion. <laughs> listen, they and also the beauty of Meandies is... You have different print selection, different looks. So many. And I always say this. If you hook up, if you're going out and then you you find someone to go home with, and then the big reveal is that you got like bananas on your underwear, hilarious. Funniest thing I've ever heard. That's right. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like the big punchline on the joke you wrote earlier that night. <laughs> so listen. Hope this pays off. MeUndies has does. a great offer for my listeners. And, and if your underwear is old, you got to change it up. It just says a lot about you when people see that you're in old, crusty underwear. You got to switch it up. This could be first date underwear also. Any date. Any date. Any date. Long-term first relationship. date underwear. Because I'm looking for long-term relationship undies. They and got I think they, this sounds you good. You can actually get matching for you and your Whoa. partner. So you could order them, especially you said your girlfriend is mad at you for not having underwear. You could order a set for you and her, and, and it would be like a funny thing. Like, hey, I listened to you, plus you got, got them for you. Yeah. That's a fun thing. That sounds great. So listen, MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's a no-brainer. 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you ever put on. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, oh, that's more. It is more. 
15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. 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 Go, listen, I love these. I'm wearing them right now. They're silky smooth. They're great. And it's something, what I like is a sponsor that helps you live a better life. Definitely. I like a sponsor that helps you help me. All of you listening right now wear underwear. All of you listening right now don't like spending a lot of money. All of you listening right now want comfort. All of you listening right now want to be fun, cool individuals. MeUndies handles all of the above. It's like they say, oh, yeah, you got to get a good mattress. You yeah. sleep on it this amount of times for your entire life. Yeah. But you're always wearing underwear. Always. And when are you thinking about, oh, I got to go to the underwear store? Not, you've never said that to yourself once. You've literally never said the words, I have to go to the underwear I store. I think I've, I'll, I'll, I'll say I've never bought underwear. That's like right. Like they end up, my girlfriend just gets fed up or they, I just end up with new ones <laughs> sometimes. That's right. This is great though. I'm me like undies. not even saying this just to help. Like I'm going to get some me undies. Good. Like that is happening today. Meundies.com slash JTrade. Can I get 15% off? That's yours. Oh, You're yes. You're welcome. Yes. Shelby? And they got like plenty of styles for men and that, women. That's the thing. You can really personalize. Is sex a large part of a relationship? I mean, this is mm. a long email. Papa J. Um, I've been seeing a guy for th- a few months now, since December. He's 24. I'm 28. We met at the gym, and he's an 896. At first, I might have given his personality a better rating, but over the months, I have just... I ha- just have to dock him points, even though he's a very kind person. He's also very confusing. So we have a rating system here oh in the podcast. Boy. What is she saying? Nine, a face, body, personality. Whoa. Face eight, nine body, six personality that has gone down over time. That's not a good sign. To say it has been smooth would be fucking lie. Every few weeks, something new and weird comes up that almost ends us. And it usually because of sex, which is he says, not right now to. AKA, he doesn't want to have sex with me. Two weeks ago, I told him I couldn't do this anymore if he wasn't into it as I, I was and gave him some time to think about it. During the time... Two days. I assumed we were over. When he finally got back to me, he said, I don't have everything figured out, but I don't. But I know that I want you in my life. We talked about it. We had a really good conversation. And things were going very well for the past two weeks. We even got past making out. Finally. No sex yet. But honestly, it was fun, so I'm not complaining. This, is this... Let me take a poll. Is this weird to everyone here since December? Uh, some definite red flags coming yeah, my way. I think uh, I, that was a sound of like every male podcast listener just furious at this guy. Yeah. I, or, well, <laughs> like, no, every male podcast listener knowing something is up. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. is afoot. Uh, today yeah, when the we guy were, is the one being pressured, like, like or feeling like... I don't want to say... I'm not saying she's pressuring him. Yeah. But he's the one that doesn't want to. But it's been since December, and they've had issue after issue after issue, and it's always about sex, and they've only made out, and they haven't had sex. So there's something going on. So today we went for lunch, came back to my apartment, started making out. He took my pants off, went down on me. Then I reached for his pants. He pulled back. I just want to return the favor, but he said no. I asked why the conversation basically got to this. He doesn't want to have sex while he's training for his competi- for this competition. He competes in CrossFit. And he likes the feeling not having sex gives him. Nope. Two, he doesn't think sex is a big part of a relationship, which he told me after I told him it is a big part to me. How would we get past this if this is, in fact, the main issue? 
Then he gets really upset and left. I feel like a shitty person. I'm not even sure what I did, my, but my heart hurts a lot. What should I do? Should I, tell, should I fold my hand and leave this relationship, or do I find out why he's so weird about sex? Could it be a performance issue, trying so hard in the gym, affecting his testosterone? Also, although I know he gets, he gets hard, how would I respond to this so that it doesn't turn into an embarrassing thing for him? I've also speculated that he could be a virgin, but we've had conversations about sex that, unless he's lying, he's not a virgin, which began being a virgin wouldn't even be a red flag for me, but it would explain things. Ex- sincerely, sexually frustrated woman. His Oh, she gives both IGs. So Shelby here is our resident um, look-alike person. Here's her. She's cute. This is the she's girl also who sent the, the email. This is the girl who sent the She's also doing a lot of crossfitty stuff. She's now... I mean, she's in great shape. Yeah, she could beat the shit out of yeah. all of us but Jared, I, I think. mean, I don't know. I think she could take me. It would be a good She fight. has... Wow. Jacked arms. Holy shit. Right now in this video, she's doing a... a she's well, lifting like a what I would guess is a million pounds. It lo- does look like a million pounds. She's doing a... A what's it called? What do they call those? Deadlift. A deadlift, yes. I mean, she's very cute. There's They're a love in the statue. Gym. Is she Philly? Holy shit, dude! Her legs are like. Uh, I mean, this is a hot chick. Th- this lo- I'm, I'm not even being like creepy. I'm just like impressed, like just like muscular and and. Well, she's doing us a disservice by not mentioning this in the email. Like, oh, I'm insanely jacked too. <laughs> I guess that that is a point. I mean, she's also, like, in this world. They're, they're both in the fitness world. Yeah. Shelby, do you have a lookalike? Go on a closer pick. Okay, we're going to... I mean, her and her friends just look like... like They look like the, uh, the Wonder Woman girls. Like, they look like they should live on that island. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? You nailed it this time. Right? They look like they they're should like live... They're Amazons, yeah. They're Amazonian, but, like, it, like to me, that's fucking hot. Hold on, oh, here's yeah. him. Let's see if there's anything to be learned from his Instagram. Um, and if Shelby has a... You got to say something, Shelby. I, I, w- it, there, aren't, there aren't very good pictures of him. Like, you can't... They're all, he's all far away, or Maybe you can't like tell which one's him. See him. I don't know which one he is. Yeah, I can't tell. Oh, here we go. go him lifting, lifting less weights than she was, I'll say. Maybe like CM Punk. I don't know. All guys look the same. Here he is. This is him. That's him in the middle there? Right here. He's a handsome boy. He's a good looking dude. I mean, all of They his look like they should be together. Like, look, appearance wise, it's like, yeah. yeah, that couple makes sense. Well, that's why the the thing is about this relationship, it's over. She's gotta end it. It's not working out. Um the here's and it's not even because of the sex. Like, here's the thing. Se- sex isn't your response. Someone's sexual proclivities is not your responsibility to dig up. Yeah. Like whatever he likes and whatever you like, I don't know, but like it should feel like you guys are discovering those things together and it should be somewhat and it's a lot of it's built on trust. I don't and I don't think uh sex I don't think it's weird for sex to not be a big part of your relationship, but it's part of it. But and I don't it seems think like he's not even making it part of the relationship. That's the major issue with this yeah. email. She writes something very specific that is why it should end. You think it should definitely end? You, you, you think she shouldn't do anything like, listen, and we have to have sex or it ends? Game over. This is why it should end. 
He he says Is he religious, know, I wonder? I grew up very religious and I wonder if that could be part of it. Eh, if she didn't write it, I'm assuming yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah, good, so good because call. that would be something that I would write right away. Here's the thing. They're part of the same fitness world. So that's why she's afraid of embarrassing him. Yeah. She wrote that, oh, I don't want to embarrass him because they have a lot of probably mutual acquaintances and friends that live in this CrossFit world because she's a part of that too. Yeah, and I'll answer her one question. No, you should not feel like a bad person. You're being very, very mm-hmm. patient and good. Well, she right. Number she right, two. She said, do I feel, should I feel like a bad person? He doesn't think sex is a big part of a relationship, which he told me after I told him it's a big part to me. There it is. Yeah. That's, that's a, the end. That's a difference. In, the, yeah. Listen, that's it's okay for us to differ on the opinion. This is the thing. We yeah. we we live in this like Twitter world where it's like, here's my opinion. Now agree with it right away. And it's like, no, we can both be good people that live by different standards. Yeah. His standard is sex is not a big part of a relationship to me, which is fine. There's someone out there for him that has the pie graph that is similar to his. Your pie graphs do not fit together. They seem like they will because of the CrossFit, but they do but not they CrossFit. Do not. They and do they, not cro- f- CrossFit together. They do not <laughs> CrossFit together. So to me, you shouldn't, uh, she says, is sex a big part of the relationship? Sex is a part of the relationship, and it's about the two people deciding that together that it fits for both of them. And like the whole thing of not having sex with competition, like that's what professional boxers yeah, yeah. say. Yeah, he's, he's like, like in the 40s. I think that's a myth. Like I don't think it's even relevant anymore. Even if it is real, this guy doesn't do it professionally. Yeah, so I don't have $3 million on the line. Yeah. It's, uh, you work at Allstate. This isn't Ro- <laughs> yeah, this isn't Rocky preparing for Apollo. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is some dude who's enjoying himself doing CrossFit. He's a young guy, good, good looking, in shape. And so is she. And she's like, listen, I want to fucking have fun with you. What else are we going to do? And it's like, you're going to fucking look at each other while you do squats. Yeah, and I, I think, like, I was going to say, it could be performance issues. Even though she said he gets hard, it could. Sometimes when it when it comes down to it, men just, some, they, they psych themselves out. But he would still be making an effort to try to get over that right now yeah, if, th- if they should stay together. There's something else up. And yeah. also, but that's the other thing that I, I kind of, like, don't believe is her. She says, should I stay around to figure out what it is? That's not your thing. That's not up to you. Yeah. This isn't someone you got married to or having great sex with. Then all of a sudden the sex got bad and you're wondering what's up. Yeah. I that's believe, not the case. Yeah. You don't have to be with this person. I believe in working through hard times, but you don't start out working through a hard time. Ex- that is the whole email yeah. right there. Yeah. Something's up and it's not you as do penis. do not so. start out working through hard times. And listen, I, I've said this a lot of times to like girls I've dated where I'm like, listen, we got no mortgage. We got no kids. For us, life is really easy for us. We should be getting to know each yeah. other, and it should be easy as hell. It should be fun. Why is this not fun? Yeah. It's because we're not the match. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Eli Sayers at Eli Sayers, the podcast. The Roast Ghost. It's coming. Wednesdays. Let's go to this email. Are uh, Primarily uh, female listeners? We've got a lot of women. Cool. Jared, love the pod. I have a dating app question, one that I think a lot of people deal with and something I always feel weirded out by when I see. Here's a screenshot of a Hinge conversation. Okay. What's Hinge? Hinge is a dating app. Oh, jeez. I've been out of the game so long. I'm a fan of the Hinge dating app. Here's the conversation. He responded to her picture. Okay. Hi, You're so gorgeous. Are you up to anything fun this weekend? She writes, hi, thank you, blushy face emoji. I'm actually working all weekend. How about you? He writes, I'm going to be working tomorrow also, but hopefully I'm going to be working tomorrow also, 
but hopefully we'll have a chance to relax on Sunday. My parents get here from the East Coast on Monday, so the reprieve may be short. I hate when people use words they don't use in person on dating. Reprieve? What the fuck reprieve? does that mean? Reprieve? Are you fucking... What are you... <laughs> what are you, living in the, the, the fucking countryside? Oh, the reprieve maybe an allotted time for me and my my stable mates. I can't wait for our own a plantation. rendezvous yeah. to the bar. Oh, Lord. Is this their first interaction? My parents come here hither. <laughs> and is this their first interaction ever? Yeah, this is over then Why the is he writing this? Why is he saying all this about his parents? sound like something he's not. Yeah. He then writes, can I ask what you're looking for? Dating-wise. Okay. I thought the gorgeous thing was a bit much, but nice, so I went with it. Listen, I'm cool with how she went with this whole conversation. Uh, The gorgeous thing is weird, okay? The gorgeous thing is basically him trying to... It's it's a move that guys do on dating apps, and it's a little... If I was a girl, I would never get involved with a guy like that. If they just started out with that, yeah. Yeah, it's just like... You know, the the assumption of liking someone on an app is that you do think they're a good looking person. Yeah, yeah. You don't so you don't tell to them. say it is is almost like, hey, gorgeous. You know, <laughs> it just like, sounds I'm like the guy. Cat, it conjures an image of catcalling. A little bit. It's like catcalling, but it's all it's like um it's like high end catcalling. You know, it's like <laughs> it's just like, oh, you're the most you're the sun, the moon, and the stars. Well, you make me want to have a reprieve to my yeah. bedroom and touch my cock. <laughs> If he can be so creative with the word reprieve, he can like be more creative with saying hey. like gorgeous. It sounds like he says this to like fifty women on this app. A Absolutely. Day. If, if if the real response, if he had been like, hey, if he had said something about a specific yeah. picture of yeah. yours, that's a yeah. different story. Okay, so uh, but I went with it. But isn't it weird that within the first few messages, he asked what I'm looking for dating wise. I don't mind, but also it just seems so serious right off the bat. Like, can we play a uh, play the game a little bit? He later tells me he doesn't want to waste his time going out for drinks if we aren't looking for the same thing. But oh isn't that Lord. sort of the fun of dating? Going day by day and slowly peeling back the layers. Sure, I don't want to waste my time either, but I'm taking uh, I'm talking like I don't want to waste six months or a year if I can avoid it. Not one drink a night of drinks. What do you think of guys or girls asking the question right away? When do you think it's appropriate to bring that up? So what do you think? So the the thing she really has the question about is what he he writes. What are you looking for dating wise? What do you think about that? That's message? a stupid thing to ask someone. Yep, I think it's I a agree. really stupid. It's thing like to ask we're out here trying to have fun. You're making me sign some weird contract. I, I don't know how yeah. to answer that question. Yeah, I'm nobody, on a dating I don't app. think I don't think yeah. anybody knows how to answer that. Yeah, question. it's weird if you know how to answer that question. Well, there's two reasons. Unless you're trying to get like wifed up, like I don't know. There's two reasons this question comes up on dating apps, okay? And I'll, and I'll say this. I won't make it male or female. I'll just tell you the two reasons. Number one, well, I'll make it male or female. Guys ask this a lot on dating apps because they want to know if you'll, you'll hook up. They want to know how casual you're being. Oh, good Hey, call. what are you looking for dating-wise? The guy, if a guy's asking that, he's looking for you to go, I don't know, I'm just looking to have fun. If you say I'm looking to have fun, let's go out. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Let me write. Uh, let me up the game from gorgeous. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. What are you looking for? I don't know. Just looking to go out, get drunk, and fucking see what happens. Okay, let's go out tomorrow. That's that guy's looking for. Here. Okay, hot stuff. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you think that this guy's just trying to fuck? I think he's trying to. When fuck. I hear what are you looking for dating wise, I I almost think he's like, maybe I'm wrong. I think he he is looking for something serious, and he has some boxes he has to tick. 
I think you're right. That's the second reason people ask, what are you looking okay, for dating wise? But I see a lot, and I get a lot of these questions, I see a lot from the female side. The female side where they've been hurt before, yeah. and they're not looking to get hurt again. So what are you looking for dating wise is one of those things where it's like, what, when people get ahead, there's, that's why it's two reasons. One, guy's looking to fuck. He's just looking to make sure that you think this is a casual thing. Yeah. Because what this conversation usually leads to from the guy side is the girl going, I don't know, you know, I'd like to... The only answer to this question, what do you want here for is, I don't know, I want to meet new people and see if any of them work out to be a serious relationship. Yeah. That's the normal answer that yeah, everyone yeah. has. If, and when guys say, well, I don't think I'm ready for... It's the guy's chance to say he's not ready for a relationship. When it's, what are you looking for on here? And it's from the other side, it usually feels like it's a person going, hey, I am not strong enough to have my own standards. So what I'm going to do is let you know what they are right away so that you sign the contract and that I, if I get hurt, then yeah. you'll say, then you'll be like, well, you told me yeah, you were looking for this. That. Yeah, that sucks. And that takes and what this what this girl writes when she writes in <laughs> saying, "Isn't the fun of getting a drink?" Yes, because the person writing in is somewhat a confident person. Yeah, from their email, they're saying, "Oh, isn't the whole deal that we go out and we figure this out, and then over the course of time, we decide if we like each other?" Yeah, don't. Yeah, that's the normal thing. I think don't worry about like I don't like I don't think a guy or anyone should worry about saying like okay this is what I'm looking for or saying like oh it's a, it's a, it's akin to when you like tell someone your life story on a first date just yeah. show that you are fun to be around it, and if you have fun together maybe it'll end up you just fuck a couple times maybe you'll get married well it's feel it out the what are you looking for is just a way to avoid any type of difficult conversation I think it's on him. That lives in the gray. No, he he stinks. She shouldn't go out with him. Yeah, He's I think so. Kind of trying to be a salesman. Like it, if you go into Best Buy, oh, what do you? What kind what, of TV are you looking for? What, what and they in the lead you yeah, over yeah. here to these one. Like, oh, let me lead you over to a hookup. It's yeah, not. like it, he can get across. The idea that he's looking for something casual that will come up naturally within the conversation. It's like it's not only is he too like the oh I don't want to waste my time on a date. He doesn't want to waste his time with even like a few messages back and forth to yeah. get that across. I think it's like one of those things. She asks in her question. She's like, when does that conversation come up? And I think that conversation comes up when you see the person doesn't seem to want the same things as you. So when you're like, so let's say they, he doesn't ask this. They go out for drinks. They fuck. And then she goes, hey, we should go out again. He doesn't answer. Hey, I was kind of looking for us to go on more dates. Are you not looking for that? Hey, no, I, you know, we had sex and that was fun, but I'm, 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 that's really all I'm looking for. And it's like that sucks to be put in that position where yeah. you're like, I like this person. They were just looking to fuck. But that takes personal responsibility. That takes you going on a date and going, yeah, maybe I shouldn't fuck this guy on the first day because it yeah. kind of feels like he's yeah, here yeah. just to fuck and I want more. That's good not call. to say you don't want more. Yeah, good That's call. not that you could be on the date and be like, hey, I just want to fuck too. That's yeah. fine too. But I think a lot of this we try to put in the other side's hands. That's what he's doing. He's trying to put in her hands the decisions for what this will be. And whether you're looking for some just the fuck or just the... I kind of want to redo my answer because it's not two things. It's one thing. You're looking to make the other person decide what this will be. Is he trying to get her to write the hall pass for him to fuck once? And then or, he's like, you or, wrote the pass. Or to, that, yes. Or to write the hall pass that says, I want serious relationship so that if I get hurt, it's your fault. Oh, yeah. So it's too... It's, it's scummy either way. It, or, it's scummy without being... no. I don't think it's knowingly scummy. Yeah. I think like it's... Maybe it is. I, 
I think when it comes from the side of someone that's afraid to get hurt, it's a little bit unknowing. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good when it's point. from the side of someone who knows they just want to fuck, you know, there's a lot of people out there that was like that would that would tell you, I wish someone would have said this to me so I would have known not to fuck. That's a good point. So there's a lot of people out there being like, well, at least he's saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, I'm like, well, you then need to get a hold of how you read people. How uh, just because you go on the date doesn't mean you have to fuck. Like, and also. That's not to say that, you know, bad things don't happen on dates. I'm just saying you have to go on a dates with a discerning eye. You have to be your own best. You have to be your own best critic and trust your own instincts. And all this stuff where you get out in front of it and say, well, I'm a person who likes to be open and honest. And that's how I live. It's like, why don't you just be open and honest? Yeah, good point. Great You're just point. saying these things to make sure someone knows. Well, I told you I'm an open, honest person. And it's like, <laughs> well, I guess. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. This is another one of our sponsors that is to better your life. Yeah, you do this. You're welcome. Every day, sometimes, and I mean, not sometimes, you should be doing it more than once. Yeah, twice a day. One of the most important things we do of our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. That's twice where- a day? Twice a day. Yikes. I'm doing it I'm six. listening again. Once again, yeah, I'm interested. Now you're in. That's where Quip comes in. Quip is an electronic toothbrush that's just better because it was created as a collaboration between dentists and designers. Quip has made brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and yes, even enjoyable. Most people brush too hard, but with Quip, you can scrub your chompers with sensitive sonic vibrations. It's gentle on your sensitive gums. And most people don't brush evenly. They even they only focus on the part that, uh, on the same part of their mouth. But this toothbrush has built-in timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean. That is the thing about this, this toothbrush that I like the most. Mm-hmm. I am a Quip... I, I was a Quip buyer before they got involved with the podcast. I am a Quip endorser now that they're involved. I am a quick Quip lover because it makes something that you think you know how to do and it makes it so you know you're doing it the right way. Yeah, I'm learning a lot today like, about love, toothbrushes, right. undies. That's right. You don't you're not you're probably not brushing correctly. I'm definitely not I'll, I'll, I'll make a I'll make a bet right now you're not brushing long enough. I'm definitely no, not. No, no, no. I get that four because it pulses every 30 seconds. So you have to do 30 seconds a quadrant of your mouth. It gives you some reading material to do on the shitter while you, when you get it. Yeah. Wait, 30 se- so two minutes total? Two minutes total. And you'll think to yourself, I'd probably get close to two minutes. No, I don't. That, you do not. <laughs> You're not even close to 30 seconds. It's like boxing, how when you, they like, oh, two-minute round, that's nothing. It's and nothing. Like, then you, no. Jesus, this is going forever Yeah, here. then you pu- try punching for two minutes straight. That's what it's like to try and brush your teeth. Try brushing. I will get to the first 30 seconds and I'll be like, whoo, and like take a take a rag and <laughs> wipe the sweat off my brow. I throw in the towel. My corner throws in the towel Dude, <laughs> pretty, it pretty is, often. It is crazy. And you know what it is? It's like going on the treadmill. It, it's something to keep you honest. And you go on the, if you went outside and you go, I'll run for 10 minutes and you just like, you know, fucking thought you went for 10 minutes. Then you go on a treadmill, you're like, oh, that's really 10 minutes. And then the clock is ticking in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's what Quip does. It keeps you honest. They deliver new brush heads to you on a dentist's recommended schedule every three to months, three months for $5, okay? Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes uh, accepted by the American Dental Association. It has thousands of verified five-star reviews. Listen, that's why I love Quip. 
and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25 if you go go to quip getquip.com slash JTrain. That's getquip.com slash JTrain right now. Get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right. Get your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash JTrain, getquip.com slash JTrain, and brush like an adult. At Eli Sayers, go follow, go support podcast, The Rose Ghost, overshadowed by my friends, literally and figuratively. Feather Feather from the Upper Midwest. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. There's no better place to get some real, honest dating and overall life advice, which is why I'm here, of course. My issue is I have a really great close group of friends. We have known each other since high school and still regularly hang out. I love them to death, and they are awesome, uh, but they might be a little bit too awesome sometimes. Of course, I'm talking about when it comes to talking to girls. I'm about 5'6", and I would give myself a 5'8", 7 on the area code method. So it's a self-given, face-body personality, 587. All of my friends are very good-looking guys, all over six feet tall and all with great personalities. When I go out with them, talking to girls is a huge challenge. I struggle to stand out, and it doesn't help that I'm, while I'm a bit more quiet and re- that, I, that while I'm a bit more quiet and reserved, my friends are much more outgoing. When we talk to girls, the girls seem not even to notice me and are too busy fighting for attention of my tall, good-looking friends. What advice would you give to me to help me be more successful in meeting girls while I'm out with my friends? I've attached a picture of all of us to give you and your guests an idea of what I mean when I say they are tall. I'm the short dude in the middle. If Shelby has a good Hollywood comparison for any of us, I'd love to hear. Thanks for the advice I might, uh, you might give. P.S. You should come and do a podcast in Minneapolis. I will be in Minneapolis. That's going to happen. I can, I can tell you that right now. I would definitely bring my friends to that. I've gotten most of them to start listening to the podcast. And here's the picture. Oh, I got to do a, I got to download it. Is that okay? Who knows? It's a risk. Oh, shit. Did he just give me a fucking... What is that? <laughs> can't even send a picture. Here's your problem number one. Well, he can't even send a picture. Come on, buddy. It's a JPEG. Yeah, dude. Send a fucking picture. Well, other than that... We got the idea. We got the idea. We... <laughs> <laughs> now that now that we all hate him too, we got us all excited <laughs> for that fucking picture, and it didn't even come through. And now maybe I have a virus. Watch a big fucking skull and crossbones will come up my computer. Hey, some girls like, hey, ooh, send me a dick pic, right? Just, like send her some whole code text. Yeah, this is your issue. <laughs> fucking know how to send an attachment. What do you What do you think? What, uh, do you have a do you f- understand this issue? Do yeah. you feel for this guy? What do you think? I'll tell you. A lot of people uh, were in the stand up comedy world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a handsome guy. I Trying like I said earlier. I got a weird face. I I think a lot of stand up comics were this guy. Okay. In our group of friends. Sure. And I'm telling you, dude, there is a way that you can make yourself attractive. It's just not the way that your friends do. But yeah. there is a way. You've got something going on. You have to find that and you have to exploit it. And women can be attracted to you without you being loud, and uh, yeah, you can be noticeable in s- quieter, subtler ways. Sure, that that's really the advice. Is like, you don't. It are you, you funny? Well, that's the are thing. you artistic? Do you, you have something? You are not your friends. You're not going to be six feet. Yeah, you're not going to be as good looking as them. You're not going to be as smart as them. You're not going to be this. You're not going. You're you're a loser. 
You are a loser. No. <laughs> you can't even send a fucking picture, right? You can't send a picture. You're obviously not smart. No. I, I, yeah, you're you're weak and you're not intelligent, which is just the worst of both worlds. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love you. We the, love you. The 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 crux of that information is don't try and be your friends. If it'll never look good if you're out there trying to be loud at you can't out loud your friends. You can't out personality your friends in a in that type of yeah, way. Yep. So you have to dig into what makes you you. And that's okay. You can't look at someone. The, the thing is, you fucking doesn't occur in a vacuum. So it's not, if your friend fucks, that means it doesn't mean that you're not fucking because your friend fucked. Yeah, exactly. So you need to get out of that mode of thinking. Your friends are your best entrance into the vagina, not your blockade. Yeah, you're all, you're all like, what if you had a group of just all ugly friends? You're already yeah, a step ahead of them because women are coming to you. Like, women exactly. are hanging out with your friends. You have so much going on because of the friends being fun and so much coming to you that you have to just let that happen. And the worst thing you can do is sulk. Yeah. You can't be the friend that's like, well, no one talks to me. I'm going to say this. What I, I have a hunch, and I don't know if this is true. I think that the women are not not noticing you because you look different than your friends. I think they're not noticing you because I think because of this, you are admitting un, like that you're unconfident. I yeah. think you're not being confident. My group of friends, we had this one guy who was a very creative, funny dude, mm-hmm. but quiet all the time and weird. He was eccentric and weird, but he was the quiet one, mm-hmm. and he kept getting fucked. And I remember like uh, yeah. one of my friends asked the girl, like, why, why, why'd you fuck him? Like, what's up that? He's just like, oh, he's just like kind of hangs out in the background. He's like mysterious and quiet. Exactly. The thing is, he was just confident and owned it. Yeah. He just was him unapologetically. Yes. If you can find that version of yourself, it will be. There are some people who will notice you more because you're not like your group of friends. Exactly. And and what they're going to. The only time you get noticed for trying to be like them is when they're like, oh, this person that doesn't see. Yeah. Keeps trying to fucking yell. And they're not even good at it. Yeah. So you got to dig into being you even more. Yep. And and, yep. and that means hanging out, laughing at your friends jokes, being a part of the good time. Have fun. And have fun with it. And then there's you're going to look around that group and you're going to see another girl that's kind of on the outside, too. Yep. And you go up to her and you say, hey, what's up? You want a shot or something? You want to like go hang out? And like and your friends are hanging out with you so that that girl doesn't talk to them. So yeah. okay, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how it all works. And it's like and also the thing is, we all think that everyone is having a great time. Yeah. So we all get upset with ourselves. We're like, well, why aren't I having the great time that everyone else? Has? That's not the case. You're looking at them through rose colored glasses. You're looking at them going, well, they're loud and fun and they must be fucking everyone. I'll be I'm pretty positive all your friends aren't fucking. I'm yeah. pretty positive that all your friends are going home going, man, I'm, I, I feel like an idiot. I screamed and yelled all night and I didn't get anything out of it. Yeah, yeah. So just understand that not everyone is having this like glamorous fuck fest. What you need to do is understand not every night's your night to get a chick. One. And every night is your night to have fun with your friends. Yep, exactly. So have fun with your friends. And then when those opportunities come... You will see it. Yeah. The person on the outside of the group, the person that's watching this mayhem just like you, and you look at them, and you, and then you get to go to them and go, aren't they all a bunch of fucking idiots? And then they go, yeah, they are a bunch of idiots. And now you two are having fun together. Yeah, yeah, bonding. Make fun of each other's friends. Yes. That would be a great way to do it. Or make fun of your friends. They're yeah, running saying. around yeah, like yeah, yeah. crazy people. And it, those opportunities are come. But just because your friend who's loud and fun fucks on a given night doesn't mean it's because that's what took away from you. Yeah. You just need to own that you're not that. And just like Eli said, 
that will get you more on the end. Yeah, yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Eli Sayers, thank you for answering the emails. Oh, cool. Such a pleasure. We're going to do some news. Is that cool? Let's do it. Shelby, let's do some news. Have you ever had a bad breakup where you kind of wanted to stick it to him a bit, get a little bit of revenge? You ever mm. gotten uh, wanted revenge out of a breakup? No, I'm I'm too much of a I'm or a sweetheart m- man. Or maybe I don't, yeah. I don't have that. I never had I'm that kind a, of relationships. Never. I'm know. a runaway guy. It's over. Yeah. Get out of the burning house. We don't need to fucking do this anymore. You don't want to maybe show off the new girlfriend to the old one, make the old one kind of feel bad, jealous. That, nah. that just shows that you're still, in a way, owned by that ex you're so mad yeah. at. That and just shows you're a little bit, like, it's a little bit sad. I mean, I've also personally. dealt with, like, you know, I have a girlfriend now, and, like, there was a point in time where I was, like, avoiding putting stuff up just because I did have those people out there, and I was like, ah, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I don't want to deal with someone going, oh, cool. You weren't ready for a relationship? Yeah, with you. <laughs> so what happened? Well, Harry Macklow. Harry Macklow. That sounds like a fake name. Yeah, really. It's very real. An 81-year-old real estate now developer. Okay. Now we're talking. He's, this uh, guy's loaded. A billionaire. Yeah. This is the kind of guy that should say reprieve. Yes. He He's a, allowed. He had a very contentious 14-week divorce trial where a judge split his $2 billion fortune between him and his wife, who were married more than 50 years. Oh, my God. Oh, brother, this is heavy. 50 years? To get a divorce at 81, you really have to fucking hate that person. Yeah, holy shit. The, like, I can't live my last three years with this person. He <laughs> could have said to her, here's $100 million every, like, for every year. <laughs> just don't live with me anymore. And they didn't have to get a divorce and you just could fuck prostitutes. Or no, something. he wanted to put an exclamation point on it. Yeah, so what happened? They, uh, this two billion included a lot of, like, priceless art by, like, the best painters, everything. Yeah, real estate developers, they, a lot of their money is not liquid. Yes, but some good news for Mr. Macklow. He remarried recently this month. Okay. All right. <laughs> To another He's, woman. Okay. And he must have been cheating on her with her. That could be it. Okay, that's just a guess. But uh, Park Avenue, we live here in New York, mm-hmm. all of yeah, us. Yeah. That's a pretty big... Wealthy area. Pretty Park wealthy Avenue. area, yeah. some pretty bumping, some big, big buildings. Yeah. He owns one of them, or he actually... She Is this was, Donald Trump? Like, <laughs> She was ahead, planning on buying his ex-wife planning on buying a apartment at 432 Park Avenue. Okay. And Mr. Macklow put up two billboard-sized pictures of his new wife. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then another one of him and her. Where did he put them up? Like right on the side (laughs) of the building. Holy shit. If that's, that wasn't so cartoonish, that is, that is that is an amount that's having an amount of money that you can really fucking strut. It is. They like a sign company printed the images and like this mesh type of thing. So, so, so what you're saying is his ex bought an apartment. Mm-hmm. She's planning out, on it. And then outside the window of the apartment, he put up billboards of him and his new wife. Yes, new wife. that's called a, a billionaire's Instagram post. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> is <laughs> totally true. This is a the rest of us just post a picture of us yeah. and a new girl. Foot trafficked. Uh, area. So we I could can show you a picture yeah, here. Yeah, let's see it. So we could yeah, literally go to Park Avenue and see the picture. Um, and it, 
Hold on. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a bunch of HTML. It's the same guy sending us this pic. I know exactly <laughs> where this is. Holy shit. Wow. Harry Macklow and his new wife, Patricia Landau. And the new wife. And th these are like headshot quality. Like, like they, they went go. <laughs> they went to a studio get these for done. this. Hey, we need to get these done. God. And then the new wife is like, well, why? Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're going to be on a billboard. Don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> a billboard? For, for who, Harry? <laughs> Cause I I got I got I got a billboard I gotta put up. Yeah, people walking by don't know. There's like, who are these white people? You would you would <laughs> think you would think it was an ad for a financial advising company where those are two financial advisors at the company. Yeah, that's yeah. What you would it's think. a law firm. Yeah, that's what, it. Looks like the those that's like you know Mr. and Mrs. Bear. Macler and and spelled with like the and ampersand or yeah, yeah, yeah. the official <laughs> and. That's what it looks like. I don't know, man. People get so fucking. And you know what he's mad about? A billion dollars. He gave away a billion dollars. And that's what he was He's married to her for 50 years. That's crazy. Wow. It is so crazy to get divorced at 80. It's even crazier to have the energy to do this shit. But he's got people that work for him. So it's like he just says to someone, get me a fucking billboard to mess up my ex-wife's day. He's not decided how long the images would be on the this building. This is too. like <laughs> a storyline in Gossip Girl, <laughs> like crazy. what their parents would do. This it, is crazy. I'm going to guess she's not buying that apartment anymore. Can't imagine she is. Any more stories, Shelby? We do. Let's do it. Are you, uh, sex and sleep, both things we all like. Both Love them both. both sex. One after the other, I prefer. Yeah, that's right. Sex, sleep, and McDonald's. <laughs> Does a it Kuwait? <laughs> new study, though, has shown that 71% of men have said they sleep better after having sex. They sleep better after having sex. I would say that's true. I Do you masturbate before you go to bed? Uh, I haven't in a while, but it would make me sleep better when I did. That's right. I think that... Coming is like the warm glass of milk for men well, to fall asleep. Like when I, they, especially if like I'm on the road or something, if I, before I go to bed and I'm completely sober, if I spit one out, I fall asleep <laughs> like a little baby swaddled in the, in the blanket. Well, it's not, a, it's not just a cliche. Like men really are horny all the time. Yes. And just laying in bed horny, it's just hard to sleep. Yes. It's just to get it out of you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does. Sometimes I'll... Sometimes I'll masturbate before I go to bed, and when I when I when I like get done, I, I'm like a bear that's been hit by a train, <laughs> just like uh, like to the point where I can't even get up to go to the bathroom to throw away the fucking well, tissue. Half the time I masturbate, it's to just remind remind myself what it feels like to not be horny. Yeah, and so <laughs> like yeah, you do that your right brain before bed. Come. You're a different person. You're yeah. like a more rational person. Sure. Like, oh, I should get I should get eight hours of sleep. Absolutely. Uh, only fifty two percent of women though are more likely to sleep better after having sex. See, that's the mm. thing. Like, women... Is that our fault? No, I think it's just the way sex works for them. Like, a lot of times you'll... It, like, I, I've had sex, you know, with women where it's like you, you fuck and then they're like, okay, now we fuck forever. Now I, the, 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 the engine's been turned on. Oh, I and get it doesn't it. turn off until I've said it's Whereas, turned off. Yeah, when we blow our load, we were just shut. We shut down. It's a it's a musket versus a machine gun. Interesting, you know. Inter yeah, that's it, such a good point. It, it, because I'll pop one off. And I'm like, okay, 
time to t- time to fucking sit around for a while. That time to like reflect. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be, you know, I've been with girls. I mean, the current one at that will be like, you know, we'll fuck, and then I'll be like, and then it's like a tap on the shoulder, like, okay, you let's do this again. God, run it back. No, right. That's a big peek in the J train window. (laughs) (laughs) Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support. Eli Sayers, thank you for coming on. Thank you, man. I learned a lot. Eli Sayers on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast comes out on Wednesday. The Roast Ghost. Oh, I should mention I do just have a podcast with someone else called Toga Party right now. Okay, go check that check out, Check out too. Toga Party, but The Roast Ghost is the, the new one. They're <laughs> out there. I'm Jared Freed. Listen, if you're listening right now, I got some dates coming up. Atlanta. We got three sold-out shows. There's a fourth one with tickets left. I'm going to be Atlanta. I'm going to be in Vegas at the Comedy Cellar Vegas at the Rio. New York, Gotham Comedy Club. Those tickets are going. I'm there all weekend, April 12th and 13th. And then I'm going to be in Philly, Philadelphia, at the Punchline, May 2nd through 4th. Go to jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com. Get those ticks. And we'll be back next episode. Boom! <laughs>